Welcome back to the Weekend Recap on Real Country 102.1, The Outlaw, and WAUC 1310 Wachula. You can listen live and on the go anywhere on, at 102.1theoutlaw.com. While you're at it, go ahead and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for The Weekend Recap and stay up to date on all the uh, the news from around the leagues and the, uh, the, the laughs going around in this room. So uh, let me give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, Great American Florida Gun Show. We have a gun show coming up on March 14th and 15th here in Avon Park, so make sure you guys check that out. Uh, if you're in the Okeechobee area, May 21st and 22nd, they're going to have a gun show up there near you guys. But uh, that's it on our local dates. But uh, speaking of local, man, we just had a whole lot of local things happen with football over the weekend and uh it got a little crazy it's uh this is blake here we got quentin over here on the mic what's going on and we got yusuf the guru khan sitting here on discord with us hey everyone how's it going all right so we're going to dive off into this a little bit uh how was y'all's weekend by the way oh not long enough i guess you can say (laughs) work work showed up way too fast um (laughs) Monday. It did, man. Or on Sunday night for me. <laughs> oh, no. What happened Sunday night? I work overnights. Oh, so I'll okay. Go back well, on so there's Sunday that nights. part. Yeah. So <laughs> your Monday comes early, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> I, about two and a half hours earlier than I wanted to come. <laughs> ah, God, I hear you, man. How was your weekend, Yusuf? Oh, I'm just, uh, I am I told you, Blake, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm busy moving, so oh, I haven't man. done that a lot in my life, so it's a little little hectic, but it's it's going through okay. How was your weekend? Man, I tell you what, I wouldn't be able to move if I if I was sitting there moving at this point. It's <laughs> just just beat me with a stick and my goodness. I, I wouldn't even want to try that right now. I've, <laughs> mine was filled with a whole lot of football, man. It's uh I I I've been chewing on Tums ever since the the first round on Thursday. So mm-hmm. it's not been a great weekend in my eyes, but uh, <laughs> uh man, we got a lot of a lot of things happened with the, the NFL draft, man. This is one of the craziest ones I can remember. Yeah, it for, you know, we talked about it being a little bit of a lackluster type year when it came to uh, talent pool and depth in the draft class, and there there was a lot of a lot of movement come draft day, a lot of trading back, a lot of trading forward, a lot of everybody shifting picks and all that, and. I I, want to say it was about an average draft for me. Like, it seemed like everybody came out pretty well. Some teams, some iffy picks and all. But, I mean, for the most part, we didn't – I didn't see number one going number one. No. I think everybody had (laughs) Hutchinson going number one, and he went number two. But, yeah, it it was – my team did all right, I feel like. so. Yeah, Tampa, man, y'all looked pretty good. I was – wasn't hurt by anything they did. We'll, we'll put it that way. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, they, they made a pretty good splash, you know, for the mm-hmm. limited amount of picks that those guys had. And uh, we'll get into the the pain with the Tennessee Titans, but <laughs> Jacksonville even. My goodness, these guys had a, in my eyes, a pretty stellar freaking draft. I mean, this offseason yeah. for these guys have been pretty insane. Yeah, no, they 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 pulled together some nice picks and all as well this year. So, and like I said, it was a I felt like it was about an average draft. I think everybody pretty much got what they needed out of out of it for the most part. And only real strange pick in the first round was 
the New England Patriots for me. Who'd they go with again? Curtis Strange. Curtis Strange, no puns intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no puns intended. The offensive lineman out of, uh, I believe, Chattanooga University. Oh, well, I mean, because they, they're known for their powerhouses at uh, offensive linemen. Yeah. <laughs> and it, they moved up two picks for somebody that wasn't even on anybody's draft boards. Like, Well, I mean, he at least uh, said, hey, that's my guy, right? Yeah, yeah I mean... <laughs> When it comes to the Patriots, I don't doubt anybody that they, they draft and pick up because I feel like they, they make the best out of average situations. But at that that pick there was just kinda oddball to me. I didn't I didn't see that one coming for them. Now we uh Yeah, for me I was just at add that I th- I think the Jets had a stellar draft. You know, they had three first round picks and they got some of the top players at their positions. I think the Ravens had a good draft and then you know, other teams I think did okay. I will question the Jaguars' pick of taking a guy that wasn't rated in many people's top ten at number one overall. Why not trade back and you know get more draft capital? Uh, they did have some other good draft picks, so I'll give them credit for that. And you know, just locally, my team, the Bucks, I think they did okay, but I did I do think they they reached on a few prospects. So um, you know, we can delve deep on that when we start talking about them. But that was my overall thoughts about. The draft, you know, I would say the Jets and Ravens were my top two teams, and then everyone else did okay, and I don't think anyone did. Man, you want to know who just drove – you know why they didn't go with Hutchison? Why is that? It's the Derrick Henry effect. They just they, The talk was how short his arms were. <laughs> so they just did not want him to get in a stiff arm contest with the king <laughs> over here. So, I mean, it's a he, – he's – posterized some some players in the past and I, I don't think it'd look good for a defensive end to be uh mm. to go airborne right yeah <laughs> well, the thing with tennessee though when i uh, you know when you bring up henry like you know how many years you think he realistically has where he's oh, going to be at an elite level not because, you know he broke down a little this year he's had over 900 carries the last few years and we know running backs have a short you know shelf life and you know this draft might have signified you know the Titans might be, you know, turn into the future. You know, we'll get more into it, but they took Malik Willis, a good steal in the third round, and they took Burks and, you know, the big, uh, you know, trade that they had for the receiver. I'll let you announce that, but, you know, they might be eyeing towards the future. (laughs) Yeah, we'll dive into that. You know whose future is looking pretty good? Who's that? These guys with the Florida Gators, Florida State, Miami Hurricanes, and Tennessee Vols, man. They uh they put out some players over the draft. Uh put a list together here. I was just gonna acknowledge these guys because they uh kinda in our little local markets that tune in. Uh the Florida Gators looks like we put uh one, two, three guys out there to the draft. Uh one in the first round. Yeah. I can't pronounce this dude's name to sell, per save my life. So we're just gonna go with Elam. He went yeah. to the Bills with the twenty third overall pick. Uh, Zachary Carter went 95th to the Bengals. Damian Pierce, 107th to the Texans. So, I mean, it's, uh, you want to talk about changing your life, man. These things, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but, uh, it, it's not, it, it's impressive to see three guys go from these universities. Mm-hmm. The, the Georgia, because we do have a few oh Georgia fans here in Florida, too. They had three go in the first round and, or, Top round and a half, I guess, and five they, in the first. I was gonna say, three. but no, three that were line or defensive alignment. Yeah, 
Yeah, so, I mean. In the first four were defensive players, yeah. The defensive end, tackle, linebacker, tackle. Yeah. So, I mean, you want to talk about some just road graders and people that just yeah. absolutely dominated. We had some fun little sound bites, but apparently my little audio clips weren't compatible with what you, we try to do here. You said you were bugging the house with them. <laughs> oh, so. my God. They were just staring at me, man. They just wanted me to shut up over there last night. I know we're talking draft right now, and since we're on the NFL kick, we do have some breaking news that i just seen. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. What you got? Arizona Cardinals star wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for six games for PEDs. Ooh. So, performance enhancing. Wait, is it official? Did Adam Schefter report it? Otherwise, we can't trust it. Uh, <laughs> you ain't lying this, on that, man. This is breaking out as of an hour ago on the NFL Network. Yeah, it looks like Adam yeah, Schefter's reporting it, it here. So, yeah. hey, look, I, I got excited there for a second. I was having flashbacks to where he just completely destroyed the Titans <laughs> with his stay there with the Texans. So it's, uh, I, I got really excited, and then I realized it didn't matter for me no more. <laughs> I was like, ah, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, six games for violating PED policy. Now, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised that this list of Georgia Bulldog players doesn't <laughs> pop positive on a few peds if they were uh, <laughs> to test them right now but i mean i'm looking at this list man we got 15 people to get drafted the freaking is that a punter, record yeah the, the freaking punter even gets drafted i mean we, we got an nfl yeah, record here too, so, we man. keep our streak of drafting kickers and punters instead <laughs> of just getting free <laughs> <laughs> you know i get excited when i see picks like that i'm like oh my god there's somebody dumber than jacksonville <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully this punter will last a little bit longer. So, Jacksonville, if you're tuning in, please don't hang up. <laughs> we got some good news for you, man. Now, uh, moving over here on the list, man, Florida State. I mean, this kind of gives you the state of affairs there with that, that university. But uh, Jermaine Johnson, he goes to the Jets 26th overall. Uh, the Miami Hurricanes is another team that's been – Struggling here of late, uh, their defensive tackle, Jonathan Ford, goes 234th to Green Bay. Uh, the, what's I the just part? wanted to add about the Hurricanes. It's the, it's the 48th consecutive year they've had a, a player drafted, so I don't know if that's some kind of record, but it probably right. is. So Even though it was right. only one guy in the seventh round, I kept the streak alive. So <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Just send it. <laughs> send it, please. Help me. <laughs> now, uh the, the the one thing that surprised me because this list is normally flipped in favor of not me, but uh, to see the Tennessee Vols get so many people on the board, it was actually surprising with you know how the last twenty years have gone for us. But uh, looks like uh, Alante Taylor went forty ninth to the Saints, uh, Valeus Jones seventy first to the Bears, uh, Matthew Butler one seventy fifth to the Raiders. Cade Mays, 199th to the Panthers, and safety Theo Jackson, 204th to the Titans. So these guys, uh, I was surprised to see that many people on the list from Tennessee. I mean, are things starting to change? <laughs> I, I think we we get overshadowed because sometimes we don't always see, like, we put so much love for the sport into our own personal teams that when they don't have a la or like a superstar year then we're like oh we're probably not going to have a whole lot of guys going to draft but that that's the great thing about the draft is a lot of times you know you got your star players that get drafted but then you got guys that just show out and like the combine and pro days and stuff like that and they get picked up from these teams because 
Otherwise, a lot of people might not have them on the draft boards because their teams might have went five and ten in college. So yeah, so it, that's a very familiar. I feel attacked right now. <laughs> this five and ten. Song. Wait a minute. <laughs> I could be talking about Gators too. Don't worry. <laughs> oh man, well, how do you think uh, Miami's going to be doing this year, Yusuf? The new coach, uh, Cristobal, I actually met him a few weeks ago. I went down to uh, Lake Gibson. Um, he was actually at a speaking engagement for their um, their banquet for their season. Uh, if you guys are familiar a little with high school recruiting, uh, Lake Gibson actually has, like, you know, one of the top players in the country, Cormani McLean. He's being recruited by everyone. Dude, He's rated, he like, was... the number three overall player and the top cornerback. Lake Gibson. And he did it primarily for him. So I met some of the coaching staff and Cristobal. You know, I came away impressed. And, you know, if you guys met me last week, I'm, I'm like 6'2", 6'3". McLean was like an t- inch taller than me at a corner. So, <laughs> you know, I was Christ. impressed by his uh, length and stuff. So I think he'll be a t- he could be a first-round corner, you know, in the future. So, um, you know, Cristobal is getting a lot of uh, transfers in. So I think that they should have a better year than uh last few. Speaking of Lake Gibson, man, we had that 863 showcase up here at Mulberry High School and those dudes look like monsters on that team. <laughs> you want to talk about D1 players. They showed up, and I was looking around. I was like, man, y'all are going to have to hit the weights. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I would agree. I, I yeah, was, so some of their linemen. I yeah, mean, they're, like they're you said, 6'2", 6'3", 220, and shredded. It's like, my goodness. <laughs> so, it's grown men walking around out there. But uh, So hats off to all these guys. Uh, I mean, these life-changing moves, man. I mean, some of this money, you're – you're looking at generations not having to work if they play things right in their life. But uh, we got a lot of uh, – which direction y'all want to hit first? Y'all want to talk Jacksonville, Tampa, Miami? Uh, I think I'll hold off my cry fest with the Titans for a little <laughs> bit. I mean, I, honestly, as much as I was excited about my own Buccaneers choosing their draft picks and all, I'm really excited for your Titans because <laughs> they got the quarterback that I was hoping that we probably would have picked up. I didn't know if this was a shot or not. Wait a second. No, 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 no. <laughs> no I agree. Yeah. I was hoping the Bucks would get I, – I was even thinking the top of the second because we got that trade to have the first pick of the second round or at least get a trade out of it. But we yeah. went with that defensive end. So, yeah, I think the, the Titans got to steal on Malik Willis that late. Yeah, you know, it surprised a lot of people that these quarterbacks fell as far as they did. It's uh, oh yeah, they they for sure thought by the time they made it through Tennessee Tampa range, most of those guys should have been picked over by that point. Well, I mean, everybody assumed that Pickett was going to the Steelers, which he did. You know, so that's a feel good story, and we'll, feel, we'll see yeah, how we that feels. Yeah, we talked that last week. So <laughs> you know, I didn't really. <laughs> we'll see how it feels at the end of the season. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't really. I didn't know that he's like from that area as well. Like he's yeah, grew up there, a fan there, went to Pitt, and yeah. uh, now he's drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, it's it's going to be a thirty for thirty at some point, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I seen the Steelers also drafted two brothers. Uh, can't think of their names right mm-hmm. now. Lord, my wife sent me um, a message talking about how the Steelers have quite a few brothers on yeah, their team. Yeah, four Never. pairs now. That's insane. I, yeah. I know one was Cam Hayward's brother. Yeah. Uh, I think he went to Michigan State, a tight end or something. So that was pretty cool. And then the Watt brothers are are there, two two out of three anyway. But, yeah, no, it it was a – I like I said, we knew that Pickett was going to Pittsburgh. Uh, I thought 
Malik would have probably went a little bit sooner than what he did. But glad to see that Tannehill's probably going to have some pressure put on him well, here in the next year or two. Look, for, for Florida people that don't know the Tennessee's roster, you know, we've got Ryan Tannehill, which Miami should be familiar with. I mean, the local market <laughs> should be experienced with Tannehill, right? We call him Tannathrill, right? <laughs> but uh, his competition was Logan Woodside. Yeah. It's do a week. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of her. <laughs> you know. So all it, man, it's uh they he's really had no competition to push him. And since we're talking Titans, man, we might as well just jump into this. It, y'all gonna have me feeling bad this whole show. I mean <laughs> But look, so the the draft's rolling around. And the eighteenth big look, and I'm nodding off at this point. As a full disclaimer, I'm I'm glad I hit record. I'm sitting there in my chair just nodding off. You know, I did a, a couple 12-ounce curls that day, and uh, I just happened to look up and focus, and I see Eagles trade A.J. Brown, and that, that's all I could comprehend for a second. And then I'm sitting there blinking, trying to clear my eyes, and I sit straight up. I was like, you got up and see, I can't say this word. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's, I, I couldn't believe what I saw. It's uh, they go and trade AJ Brown for the 18th and 101st overall pick to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. So it's the I was blown away, and it, I, I get the whole contract talk, and it, it's a lot to do with how you paid your quarterback, and there was just not enough room. I mean, I'm hearing reports that he was wanting up to like 25 million a year. You know, I mean, it's that's what he got <laughs> where he went with yeah. the Eagles. But, uh, my Lord, I mean, I, I've heard back and forth on what's that whole Debo Samuel recording with him on the phone with AJ and the, the back and forth. He was just he was not going to settle for that 20 million. Uh, he just felt like he had been what Baker Mayfield would have said, just disrespected, yeah. <laughs> you know. But this kind of the way this draft rolled out for the Titans just really lays out what John Robinson uh which was a scout here in Tampa, uh, kind of his vision for the team. He he says over and over again, I want team first players. Yeah. You know, and you look what goes on here with uh, A.J. Brown and social media and the posturing with the, uh, with the extension. And you see Ryan Tannehill not committing to any of these workouts with all these new talents around him. So that, all right, cool. We'll draft your replacement also. And they, they, jump back up in the draft. It's, it's not like it just fell to them. They just said, hey, this guy's still here. Let's go ahead and just start planning for the future. And they jump up. Uh, I'm trying to look here. Dun, 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 dun. They traded the 26th and 101st to the Jets. Oh, Lord, why can't I find them? Okay. But they get Malik Willis here at uh, pick number 86. I, I don't have it wrote down as far as what the trade compensation was there. But they go out and get this cornerback from Auburn. This dude locked down everything that Alabama was sending out. Mm. If you want to see how any player's going to do in this league, just see how they stacked up against Alabama. <laughs> you know, if they, they they squared up pretty good, hey, you got a you got a def, decent option here. If they got owned by Alabama, nah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I, I guess it's the same thing with uh, the old linemen that went in the draft if they matched up against Georgia because, I mean. Obviously, we've seen where Georgia's D-line went, so. Yeah, <laughs> it, everywhere. Look, that's, that's where I wish I had that sound bite. It's a, 
was going to be playing Who Let the Dogs Out <laughs> anytime we said Georgia. <laughs> so, but hey, I guess uh, somebody knew that wasn't going to work out well. <laughs> but uh, no, man, it's just that trade with AJ Brown just blew me away. It, it kind of set the tone for the direction this team's going. You know, I don't want to say we're rebuilding with the amount of talent that we got, but you got this, what is it, Traylon Burks? I'm getting him and Trayvon mixed up. Yeah, Traylon Burks, he's a big dude. You know, their comparison was A.J. Brown, you know, tall, physical. Well, he's taller, but, you know, a physical, big-bodied guy that's got some speed to him. It's just, I don't know, man. He, he, he looked good against Alabama, too, but at the end of the day, he doesn't have that same arsenal A.J. Brown brought. You know, he doesn't have that route tree running ability yet. It's uh Hopefully one thing he doesn't bring to this game is the injury proneness that A.J. Brown has had, and I get why the Titans didn't want to pay him that kind of money because yeah. we don't showcase our wide receivers like Cooper Cup, like Debo Samuel. We showcase Derrick Henry and expect you to be open. Yeah. <laughs> you know, We'll pay you, but, I mean, you, you can't expect elite top-level pay when we're not going to use you that way. Well, the, the way that Tennessee's offense is set up is that – in a healthy situation with Derrick Henry, you always have to account for loading seven men in the box mm -hmm. to account for him, which allows your wide receivers to get open one-on-ones and stuff like that. And that that's where A.J. Brown had thrived on that team. Was uh, He was a bigger specimen. And then you had Julio Jones that was a veteran on the other end. So, I mean, you had these guys that were pretty pretty dang tall and can reach over most corners on a on a deep ball and i i'm i'm thinking this burks is going to be the same kind of setup a little bit younger uh or a lot younger yeah <laughs> look I, I saw some videos of this guy just go i mean he he can jump yeah that, that's one thing i like that this guy will go up and he's going to moss he's going to moss you yeah you know, and I, i'm kind of looking forward to that part i just hope i mean i just know how our picks have gone at wide receiver you know this kind of feels like uh, you guys are familiar with maury povich right yeah you know, it's yeah. like I've raised this kid for the last four years, and he comes back and says, you are not the father. <laughs> I mean, hey, we're watching A.J. Brown leave, man. I was like, I, I don't even get a hug. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Can I get hey, a I refund? See, you know, I well, see where it was tough for them because, you know, when you think of Titans, you always think of great running backs, you know, Chris Johnson, Derrick Henry. You never really think of receivers. I mean, A.J. Brown was, you know, he did have a, some real good years in Tennessee in his young career. And, you know, the other last receiver I can think of Tennessee, uh, Drew Bennett. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, throwback, ago, man. So. Uh, Drew Bennett, uh, Derek Mason <laughs> in the early days. Nate Washington is about the only yeah. uh, good free agent we've ever picked up. I mean, that, that's when y'all started talking Gronk last week. I was like, oh, God, please don't. <laughs> hey, he's going to be great for anybody but the Titans. That's just where they go and retire and find their walkers, man. <laughs> just don't do it. But uh, we, uh, ooh, yeah. So that's how my weekend with the Titans went. And they they picked up. I, I feel like they picked up where they needed to pick up. I mean, they got their their needs and all out of the draft, and it wasn't like they, yeah, they they yeah they traded up for the for a Burks and all. But I mean, I I think that's going to work out really well for them. It's going to be less money in this uh, cap room. I mean, you're looking at a young, healthy, yeah, wide receiver. Hopefully, you can keep your running back healthy. They added a uh, tackle in the third round. Yeah. So, 
Hopefully that'll allow Derrick Henry a little bit more time in yeah, the backfield to move been around. We've been experimenting with drafting offensive linemen for a while. Look, and that, that's where I thought we were going to go. You know, So the, the way the Titans conducted business just threw me completely off because these guys, I won't say are Green Bay conservative, but if there's a lineman, oh, boy, you just see him <laughs> sitting there smiling. It's like a fat boy on a pork chop, man. He's a yeah, buddy. <laughs> but it's... Yeah, I did not see this coming. AJ gone, Malik Willis here. I mean, the trade in, trade out. I, I was annoyed about them trading out of the 26th pick. I was like, ah, well, let's see what they could do. But uh, in hindsight, we did get a pretty good guy out of uh, Auburn there with the uh, cornerback. What's his name? McClary. Yeah, Roger McCrary. So with it, uh, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what they're going to do. You know, it's, Malik Willis is a little... You know, to what I hear from everybody, he's not ready. Watching his highlight reels, it's like, oh, please, God, give me that version of him. <laughs> but uh, hey. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to what this offseason and what uh, minicamp and the preseason, all this stuff's going to unwind for these guys. Because I, I bet the moment Tannehill throws an interception, they're going to be crying for this boy to get up off the bench. Well, the thing is, is preseason, they're going to need four games back. They're not going to – Right. Three games is not going to be enough for him <laughs> because I'm I'm telling you that's where you're going to see a lot of Malik starting off in the preseason and you're gonna you're gonna see him showing case in his arm and seeing if he can hit these wide receivers. You're gonna see him try to hit Burks a few times long in the preseason and just see if that connection is going to be there. Yeah, and if it's not, you know, then they're gonna they're gonna be like, all right, well, this is the thing. You're gonna sit over there and watch Tannehill until he he messes up a little bit for us, and then you'll you'll pop up. All right. Well, I, I think the writing's on the wall. This is ta- this will be Tanny Hill's last year as a starter in Tennessee, and I, I'm seeing uh, Malik Willis starting next year. Yeah, he's gotten a little complacent. I mean, if you talk to Titans fans, man, it's it's fifty fifty. I mean, kind of like with two offense at this point. You know, mm-hmm. it's a either you do it this year or we're done. <laughs> you know, and that's kind of the angle the Titans are certainly positioning. Uh, I don't think. Miami has an exit plan unless it's coming from Tampa yeah. <laughs> next year, but that's a different conversation. But uh, we're up against a break. I uh, just want to run a couple things through real quick. Uh, we got some NHL hockey playoffs starting tonight. So uh, you guys make sure you check your local, local listings. The uh, Is this where you had the ice ice baby? Ice ice uh, baby. I know. Sound, Look, I'm telling you, bite. I had so many good sound bites. It just did not work out. Where's Ric Flair? Do we still got Ric Flair? Oh. <laughs> But uh, looks like the Boston Bruins travel to Carolina. The uh, the puck drops at seven o'clock there, so that their game's already underway. The Tampa Bay Lightning uh, should be dropping the puck here shortly here at seven thirty. So on that end, they're going to be taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, so that they'll wrap up the action tonight. The St. Louis Blues are in Minnesota at uh, ooh sorry at nine thirty, and L.A. is in Edmonton at ten o'clock. And those are your tonight games. Could you imagine a 10 o'clock night game? I mean, I'm not going to be up for that mess. No. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I will be because I'll be at work. So I can no, yeah, so there's that part. Yeah. Now, we do have the Florida Panthers here. Uh, they're at home against the Capitals. That's going to be tomorrow at 7.30. And those up there in Nashville listening, uh, the Predators, they've actually they made the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> they're on the road. They're going to be more surprised than anything. <laughs> I got excited. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to kill us. <laughs> but uh, they're in Colorado taking on the Avalanche. Uh, that's going to be 8.30 Central Time for yeah. Nashville. Players. So uh, And then you'll have the Stars and the Flames to cap off the night at 10 o'clock again. So that, that sounds like another... 
fun nights of, I'm not going to stay up that late. But I'll, I'll certainly catch the Preds game. Well, I mean, all those fellas, I, I can be messaging you while you're snoring over there. <laughs> no, just, <that laughs> keeping you keeping you updated. We'll, we'll turn the volume up on the ringer so it startles me. <laughs> the, uh, but uh, we'll be right back after the, the break here. I want to give a quick shout out again to our sponsor, Great American Florida Gun Show. Again, they have a show coming up the 14th and 15th here in Avon Park. Uh, hop on their website, greatamericanfloridapromotions.com and find a gun show near you. Looking for a fun weekend of buy, sell, trade, guns, knives, ammunition, and much more? Or maybe you're looking for a concealed carry class? Then go to GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com, where you'll find the Great American Florida Gun Show. Dates and location for 2022 are up now. Shows coming to Lakeland, Port St. Lucie, LaBelle, Haines City, and many more. Don't forget, it's GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com. Or call 772-577-9647 for more information on dates and locations. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section and after Dad's back injury. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Trouble with opioids can start at home with unused medicines, such as pills, patches, and syrups. You can remove the risk and protect your family. Find out how at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. It's real country. It's real country. One hundred two point one. The outlaw. All right, guys. Thank you for hanging in there with us again. This is Blake here with the weekend recap. We got Quentin and Yusuf here on the. I, you know, we were on that break, and I was all I was thinking about is, man, I kind of want to go to the gun show. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, Avon Park. That's just right down the road, man. I know. Uh, I've I've spent a few hours out that way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, I don't mind poking my head in. Let's right. see what's exactly. going on down there. I, I don't think we'll see old Maxim down there, but uh, he he might do a drive by. I hope not. Oh so, no, not right, a, no, not a, not a good show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so verbs matter. <laughs> <laughs> now. Uh, as a teacher, uh, folks, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you broke out the Twix because we, we just needed to get the uh, the taste of the Titans draft for me out of my mouth here. Oh, Lord. so and it wasn't uh, that bad. Calm down. Well, like I said, we we raised this kid. <laughs> <laughs> you are not. My father. <laughs> How long have you been a Tennessee fan for? Oh, a painstaking twenty years since they came to Nashville. Okay, so I mean, has anything ever thrown you for a surprise before, except for when y'all made the playoffs? Hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> this guy. Look at, hey, you know where's this dump button? Oh, <laughs> right. uh, look, I can say this because I I went through the trials and tribulations of Owen whatever seasons with the Buccaneers for many of years, so. <laughs> we we've had it worse. Trust me. Well, I mean, at least we always. Yeah, had we it. didn't make the playoffs for like eighteen years in a row. So, <laughs> dang. I was legally able to go into stores and buy cigarettes by the time that we won the playoff game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so speaking of Tampa Bay, let, let's go ahead and dive into Tampa Bay. How, how do you guys feel about that draft? I mean, do you, do you like that they draft? traded out of the first round i mean i'm not gonna lie i was very annoyed by that personally i was like man 
Uh, the Titans, <sighs> they traded back, and then sitting there, I was like, oh, at least we got the Bucks. I didn't stay up for nothing. And, and then the Bucks trade back <laughs> and didn't drop nobody yeah. in the first round. That, that was the problem for me. I, I kind of seen it coming because, you know, we, we hit on a few guys. We we touched on about five or six different guys that we thought the Bucks were probably going to go after last week on the show. And uh, they, all those guys pretty much went either earlier than expected or in the first round before we would have been able to pick them up and actually trade up for them. So, you know, the the front office there in Tampa, they, they said Logan Hall was the guy that they were looking at and knew that he would be there in the second round there. So trade up or trade back for him to get a higher second round pick and still get him. And then you build up another, another pick along the way. I think it was what they got him. They traded back for the that second and a 33rd overall pick to start off the uh, second round. Yeah. They got that from Jackson. It looks like they got the fifth round with it too, um, right? Yep. They got two more. 106 and 180. Yeah. yeah. So, so, uh, Here's the thing about that pick, though. You you, you trade back out of 27, mm-hmm. so you can get your guy, you know, Logan Hall here. Mm-hmm. But Jacksonville trades up and takes Devin Lloyd. <laughs> I mean, did, did you value him more than Devin Lloyd in this scenario? I mean, it's looking at the tapes, I, I really liked what I saw. I mean, granted, you got an edge guy versus an interior guy, but... Uh, I mean, that's, it's just the way... I think Logan Hall is going to fit this game. I think we're we're probably not going to see either Sue or Pierre Paul back this year. Yeah, see, that's what that's and, my next question. What do you think that did for Sue and JPP? Well, if if anything, we're probably I'm leaning more towards Pierre Paul as much as I would much rather them sign him than Sue. Yeah, but I feel like this is this is where that's going to come in effect. I think you know Logan Hall. He's a he's a Pretty style dude, so I mean, I, I think he's going to be able to clog out or clog up that uh, O line with Vita Vey on on it, and then they they did. Uh, oh no, I was going to say I thought they had a they drafted a tackle too, but no, it was just a. I think that was all. Before they guard. did yeah, in the they, next, they, pitch, but Luke, I think he uh, might switch to like being a guard uh, yeah. guy, Luke Godkey from yeah, Luke Central Gadecki. Michigan. Yeah, Luke Gadecki from Central. Yeah, that 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 pick was more impressive impressive to me. Uh, I, uh, I I like I like this kid. He I think he's going to bring that youthful strong appearance to the the line that we were in need of. Yeah. Especially yeah, yeah. at the towards uh, the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all needed a little more depth out Well, there. we're just we're going to need guys that are going to stay healthy throughout the year. We're going to need young guys that's going to be able to keep our 45-year-old quarterback off his back. A whole lot, and this—I think that was a good pickup in the second round for him. So, or in the third round, I think he went, or was it second round? Late second round. Uh, pick number fifty-seven. I didn't. Yeah, know it would be pick. late second. Yeah, I think it was the original pick. But it's uh, how do you... when the how running you... back? I don't. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, how do you feel about this guy? The uh, Rashard? Am I even that was... his name? Rashad, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rashad. is it from Boston? Rashad, Mark <laughs> 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 McCaffrey, <laughs> you know, Rashad White over here at Arizona State. I mean, this could be fun to say. I hope to God he's great. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just more of a depth type pick, uh, adding depth to the running back position. Uh, we got Fournette. That's our guy. Yeah. Um, 
I, but I yeah, think, we're not running Rojo back. So yeah, I think, no. Like you're saying, he's he's a depth guy. Yeah, <laughs> maybe special teams. I mean, are are they showing their hands a little bit with these two tight ends that they drafted in the later rounds? I mean, I, I've seen something recently today that Gronk has one stipulation on coming back to play for the for the Bucks. What's so, that? Oh God, I don't know. That was a cliffhanger. I didn't look it up. <laughs> it was, I saw that on the way in, and we had to get the show started. I was oh, like, oh man, man, what a cliffhanger! We'll, I was we'll get like, that you found something now that I didn't know when it came to the Bucks. <laughs> we'll, I was we'll hoping you give me some news over here. <laughs> Let's see if we can find. Yeah, with, the, with those, uh, with some of their draft picks, you know, like. Well, we already mentioned Sue might it's probably not back. And yeah, this could signal and you know, maybe you know, they're not counting on Grog to maybe come back. So uh, you know, they got two tight ends on like the kid from Washington, Cade Otten, and then they got another one later, um, from Minnesota. So, you know, I think it'll be uh some good replacements, some young players to put in there. They still got Cam Braid at tight end too. We all know that uh OJ Howard went to the moved on to the Bills, so definitely need to replenish it. And if Gronk does come back, hey, great. You know, uh, him and Brady have that rapport where they can always build on that. But you know, I think the signal is uh, something for the future to build on. And you know, just adding on this too. You know, I actually went to the Bucks draft party on Thursday night, and it was just funny that you know everyone was waiting for the twenty seventh so pick, and then we trade out of the first round, so it was sort of a meaningless <laughs> draft party. So I got, that I'm was going for nothing. <laughs> You know, we're talking. You're talking about the Cade uh, Auden, but he's going to bring a great blocking presence to the tight end. You know, and that's why we had Gronk a lot of times. You know, we had him for the the duo, the Brady Gronk duo. But he, a lot of people don't realize Gronk's a great blocker on the end oh, when it comes is, to a tight end. And I mean, you look at the dude who's 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 going to run through him a lot of no, times. Not many, <laughs> no, I mean, man. Not yeah. many. Now here, here's a direct quote from Rob Rob Gronkowski. He says, if Julian Edelman signs with the Bucks right now, I'm coming back for a whole year. He needs to sign with the Bucks. So, hey, Jules, man, (laughs) look, let's get the band back together, right? It's, uh, could you imagine him in the slides? You got Godwin, Evans, Gronk, and whatever this new talent is we've brought all in. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of mouths to feed. It is. It's really overload, and I. It's. It, I mean, I'm not mad because it's anything that helps us get to the playoffs. But I don't want to see an overkill of players come into a team oh, and just just build for after Brady. We know it's coming. Just rip the yeah. bandaid off and build for after him. Like don't don't bring in these guys for one or two years right. just to make a playoff push. I mean, it would be cool to have have them there, and I mean. Uh, I know one of us is going to be very happy as season ticket holders to be able to see all these guys. But oh no, right? It's like the the Lakers over here in the southeast. Yeah, but I mean, but without it, the LeBron, I I don't like that in sports. I don't like going out and watching teams in any sport or any yeah. team really stack a team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and just build, build, and build. I'd rather see them go and so, get so Nashville people. Hole. So what this sounds like is somebody that's won two Super Bowls. So <laughs> please go ahead and just come stack our team. <laughs> Wait a minute. Don't don't listen to this guy. Come on, please stack my team. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. As fun as a fan and as just a sports enthusiastic person in general, I don't I don't care for it. But I mean if it gets us to the Super Bowl again, hey, I mean, I'm going to be cheering just as hard as anybody else. Hey. Yeah, with the Edelman, I don't know how much tread he has on his tires. He sort of, you know, finished banged yeah. up and stuff. So, 
And we're so loaded at receiver. I mean, we have so many young guys, guys like Scotty Miller and stuff might not even make mm. the team. So I just don't see where he fits. But, I mean, I'll so disagree Scotty with Quinn on that a little because I think our last Super Bowl was pretty much won by guys we just signed at the last minute. If you look at the Super Bowl, we had guys like Fournette, Antonio Brown, mm-hmm. Gronk that all joined sort of during the season. So when you are making a playoff push, it is sometimes key to get up guys like that. But Edelman, I don't see as being a guy that can no. that has that much talent left to really, you know, help a team push it over the top. So and so. then and then we do this true Buccaneers fashion. We yeah. we draft a punter, a punter in the fourth round. <laughs> I mean, is he worth it? I mean, <laughs> eh, I mean what, is this one of our I'm trade t- back picks? Please I'm gonna tell you what this was. is. He was the, probably the best punter available in the draft. Which I mean. Who goes? <laughs> Let's look at the punters. But I mean, this was. But this is what this is what's going to happen. We already have a really good punter, still in the opinion. Yeah. But I now we're going to go. He's going to give his opinion. Well, the thing Whoa, is, is now we're going to go. <laughs> hey, this young guy, if you can boot it inside the twenty like he can, and take about a million and a half dollars <laughs> yeah. less a year, guess what? You're gone, bro. We don't need a punter that bad. We got Brady. We're not punting Ooh, the ball. You know what? Y'all might be in the the hunt for a quarterback next year, and we might have two lined up for you. I mean, there's Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. and then possibly old Tana Thrill, depending on how the league. You know, we 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 keep getting Miami's trash. We brought uh, Fitzmagic no, over here for a little Fitzmag- while. Look, hey, that was another fun experience we had up there in Tennessee. He, he didn't have the. Uh, the Miami Vice thing going with the the chest hair and the chains and the. You know what I liked about him is when he played for Tampa, he was actually here at the Little League complex here in Wachula. Has he played? I'm sorry. Has he played for Jacksonville yet? No. Oh man, he's almost hit all of our markets. Yeah. Tampa, Miami. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> he's the I-75 king, man. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now he um he he's so involved. In like community sports, youth sports, and that that was the coolest thing about him, was that you just you would see him on Sunday in a Bucks uniform, and then the Saturday before he was on the sidelines cheering on his kid or some like little league team somewhere over in the Tampa area. He actually came here to the small old Wachula and was out here, and everybody went crazy for it. So Let's see, I, 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 yeah, I think Ryan's he's got like seven kids. So yeah, well. yeah, he's got plenty to choose. <laughs> he, and he, he got a lot of mouths to feed, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's going to be making some pop appearances, right? <laughs> One for each team that he, he's been with. Oh, God. Uh, now we're starting to sound like the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she's got a few few NFL teams to her resume oh, also. <laughs> <laughs> NBA. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my bad. <laughs> I don't think I could say what I wanted to on air. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> now, speaking of... Uh, no, we're really not speaking of. We'll just speak of the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't have a good segue for this guy. But uh, Rashad Khan has the best mustache. I mean, maybe that's why I thought of him. You know, the Kardashians and the film industry and his mustache. <laughs> I mean, it made, makes a little bit more sense, yeah? <laughs> but uh, with it, man, these guys have quietly had a pretty decent uh and I'll on that, him. I want to claim that he's my uncle, so I'm part owner of the Jaguars. Oh, see, so his name last name. <laughs> connections here. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, look, I take back everything I said about the Jags. I, I'm yeah, glad we love you can the Jaguars. See me my head, no. <laughs> but uh, with it, 
the first overall pick, you know, and again, I'm going to blame Derrick Henry for their decision making here, you know, and they, they didn't want this guy coming at them with T-Rex arms. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, they they went with, you know, so they the problem with these Georgia guys is they had just such a small window and sample size because all these guys were just so great. Who was feeding off of who? This is really who we're going to find out in this offseason. But mm-hmm. uh, they go ahead and not go with what everybody thought and take on uh, the offensive linebacker, Trayvon Walker from Georgia. So with the first overall pick. Did you say the offensive linebacker? Did I say offensive linebacker? Outside linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, for a second, I was position. like, hold on. <laughs> Where's that monster at? I need to chuck this thing. Wait a second. Anybody got to rip it? I got the right, the, the right twigs over the here. Right twigs. <laughs> That's where we messed up. Uh, no, it, it seemed to me, I mean, they needed help in all areas, I believe. Uh, just Jacksonville in general needed help. But, yeah, they um, had a lot of needs. Very man. defensive heavy in the draft. Mm-hmm. Like I said, man. Out of like eight or nine picks, they they went six defensive side. See, they they got very close to relocating the team and renaming it to the Derrick Henrys. Yeah. Located out of his backyard. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> with it, man, these, these guys really stacked up on defense. And I, I think having Doug Peterson in there, he's going to really yep. drive that home. It's, he's a smart dude. I mean, he's... I'm going to say Bill Belichick, but he's going to take away your best option. Mm-hmm. And lucky for us Titans fans, we traded away our second best option. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, but <laughs> the like I said, the Jags they they were pretty active. You know, I didn't expect these guys to jump back up into the first round. Uh, they got back in the mix and. Take Tampa Bay's 27th overall pick. Mm-hmm. They gave up the 33rd, the 106th, and the 180th picks. And they go get Devin Lloyd, you know. And now they just shored up both ends of this offensive line. And then with pick number 70, they get this Chad Mamu from Wyoming. I'm not too sure how to say his name, but they they invested a lot of draft capital into this uh, this back seven here. It's Muma. Muma. Mooma. <laughs> this one's going to be fun. <laughs> so, look, I hope to God, look, Jacksonville fans, y'all don't get mad at me. Y'all please tune in. But when Derrick Henry stiff arms this guy, I hope to God he goes, Mooma. <laughs> you forgot about the center that they drafted, too. They did. They did. Their center went and retired on them, but they go and get uh, Luke Fortner out of Kentucky with the 65th overall pick. They pick up, look, this dude's got one of the best names in the draft. <laughs> with, their, with their 154 pick, they get running back Snoop Connor. I mean, if this dude does not come out to a Snoop Dogg song <laughs> when they call the offense out on the field, they have seriously felt G. He just dropped something for me, right? And then they go get uh, Gregory Jr., a cornerback out of. Uh, I have no idea how to say this. Baptist University. Baptist Is that University. a real college? Uh, somebody thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> it looked good on a transcript, right? <laughs> but, uh, we got another defensive back, uh, Montaric Brown, out of Arkansas. So, I mean, Arkansas had some pretty solid players. I mean, I don't know if they were really known for their D-backs. But, uh, well, that that team, that Arkansas University team, we, we didn't touch on them a whole lot last year, but they were really sneaking up in the rankings yeah, there. I think they, they finished good. top. 
25 at least. And see, the problem yeah. here lies with the Georgia Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you look at our list of players that came from Florida, Florida State, Miami, and Tennessee, collectively, Georgia put out more people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's how the, the SEC has gone for the, at least the East. You know, Nick Saban, I mean, Lord, to heaven forbid, be in the West. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but. Uh, well, you, well, you look at it, just speaking of Georgia, I mean, the top pick for the Dolphins, they didn't pick till the third round, but their top pick, Channon Tindall from Georgia, he wasn't even a starting linebacker. The two starting linebackers got drafted before him. So, I mean, that's yeah. just the kind of depth they have that the Dolphins' first pick wouldn't even be a starter. Mm-hmm. linebacker and look so, and that dude was a stud in himself you yeah. know for them to t- and the offseason the dolphins have had you know for them to be able to turn this thing around they did with the whole offseason their draft started when free agency hit when they picked yeah. up uh tyreek hill i mean teddy bridgewater you signed what you signed but uh, i mean it that looks more like broken glass to me <laughs> you know but they go in and lock up this linebacker uh tindall uh, with the what pick number was that? They were in the third round. I do know that. But for, 102. But to have that kind of quality of picks hanging out that long into the draft was, man. You know, and then they go back out and they add another wide receiver. At that, I'm not even going to try to say this kid's name out of Texas Tech. It's Eric Uzukanama. Yeah. That's, I, Close I told, enough. <laughs> look, I'll wait for Adam Schefter to say these <laughs> names most times <laughs> so I don't sound like a retard. But, uh then we got a linebacker, Cameron Good, from the University of California, Berkeley. And, uh-oh, not the only quarterback controversy to start off the season. Quarterback Skyler Thompson. Yeah, pick number 247, one. Kansas State. Tom Brady. You'll probably 2. end up 0. being a tight end or H-back. All those Kansas <laughs> State guys are always those big quarterbacks and play something else look when you suck as a player do you transition to water boy or towel boy i mean i, I would gladly do so it's like look i'm so bad at this can i get you some water sometimes <laughs> you you know because it, it's crazy because in a lot of different sports in high school you don't always play the position from high school to college sometimes you have to transition over to something else just because you're you're built or your you know height or whatnot if anything teaches us in the NFL is that you can go from offense and or switch positions on offense and go from like a quarterback to a tight end and have a very successful career just like Trey Burton did. Yeah. Trey Burton was a stellar quarterback for Florida for a few years and then turned around and got drafted as a tight end and had a really good career in Philadelphia and I believe Chicago. So, I mean, there's, there's guys that's have done it to save NFL careers because if he would have stayed as a quarterback, then he probably wouldn't have lasted nearly as long. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, sometimes just being the third-string quarterback might be the best job in sports, right? I mean, you look at a guy like no Ryan Griffin. Expectations. You know, his <laughs> biggest contribution was keeping Brady upright at the boat parade. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got a ring too, right? <laughs> Half a million a year, I'll, I'll keep him up. <laughs> look, I tell you what, you can, I could take league minimum. And I can guarantee you I won't be the best person on the field. <laughs> and uh, I can't promise you I won't be the worst, but you got to have one of those, right? Yeah. <laughs> team spirit. Yeah, team spirit. <laughs> spirit fingers. <laughs> got, a, got that by the boatload. <laughs> Speaking uh, of boatload, man, it's a, I want to see a freaking boat parade again. I mean, I, I want the Florida Panthers to win. I want the Nashville Predators to win. But they're a little too far for me to party with. 
I'm telling you, the, the Lightning take it all the way this year. They, they did jet skis. They didn't do boats. They did jet skis. Well, They're, I'm not mad about that. <laughs> but, <laughs> it I mean, still looked fun. <laughs> I, I think they, they they turned it up with the jet skis, and then they seen the Bucks win the Super Bowl, and they really went crazy with the with the boats. So yeah. we might, we, I mean, keep, keep tuned to the weekend recap and see how the Lightning oh, do. Man. Look. Let these parties get close to town. You're about to hear some live content. <laughs> I think we can do a few things on remote, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, so we got about five minutes left on the clock here. So uh, we wanted to touch on a few other things happening around in the uh, the leagues here. Uh, we mentioned earlier about the NHL hockey kicking, or not kicking off, but the puck dropping. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning are in action tonight. So obviously we got a lot to, to cheer on there. Hopefully we have a good series. Um, I'm looking for some. I hate to say it. I'm, I'm looking for some hard hits. I want some people just put through the glass, not in it, just through the glass. <laughs> get get your new windows out. Yeah, I know, right? And uh, the the Florida Panthers, they're in the Nashville Predators. They they have games tomorrow. Uh, I don't know what the Florida Panthers traditions are, but I, I really expect some huge catfish to hit the floor when we get up there and uh, up in Nashville. But uh, this is the time of the year I've been trying to tell everybody. This is when it gets exciting. You know, I mean, the playoffs started for the Preds quite a bit ago with them trying to get everything back in order. And look, full disclaimer, I mean, I love my Nashville Predators. I just don't trust them at this point in this season to, to do anything in this. But, hey, it's a new season. Maybe we, we got it figured out. Who knows? I mean, last year we thought Tampa was going to really push, and they got swept in the first round. So, oh. I mean, there's always that. So, yes, there's always that. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, other things, playoffs. We got the NBA. We mm-hmm. got uh, the Miami Heat. They'll be in action tomorrow. Or, no, I'm sorry, that's tonight. Are we in the second round? Second round. Yeah. So, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, they dropped their first game. So, my the, the Memphis market up there, guys, uh, that was a to the last shot, man. You, you could just see Ja Moran just sitting there against the goalposts. Like, mm. Yeah, that should have made it, you know, and I think he was even on record on, you know, somebody talked to him and he's like, you know, I make those. So uh, it's just how it happened, man. I mean, I can't be mad about a great game like that, but I I would have certainly liked to start the series one nothing, (laughs) especially against the Golden State. You know, I mean, we're not talking the Minnesota Timberwolves, which was a closer series than I I wanted. This is the game to watch. If you're an NBA Oh, I know. This should be the finals in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, easily. <laughs> this is the game that you you've been waiting for in the playoffs to watch is playoff Golden State Warriors, playoff Memphis Grizzlies. And look, th- what I love about this John Morant guy, man, I didn't pay him no attention last year, but I've you know I've been keeping up with the Grizzlies this year because hey, this is what we do. We talk mm-hmm. sports. And he's just got that old school takeover mentality. You know, when the game is on the line, look when he was uh with Minnesota. You know, he scored the last 13 points just to go up 3-2 on the series. You know, he's like, hey, put it on me. Give me the ball. Don't even expect me to pass it to you. And that's how it was last night. I mean, he was, this dude started at their free throw line so he could have a full head of steam. Everybody in the arena knew it was him getting mm-hmm. the ball. Take me back to Jordan. Take me back to Kobe. Because everybody knew they were getting the ball. You know, that's why many people don't look at LeBron. In those eyes. I'm not saying John Morant is anything close to being the GOAT at this point in his career. But he's got that GOAT mentality where LeBron, he's looking to pass. He's looking to, to dish it out to somebody. And he don't mind putting the weight of the game on his shoulders and 
accept an outcome, whether yeah. it be good or bad. Yeah, and that, that's where LeBron passes. Oh, this had a good shot. Yeah. Make it a good shot. You're freaking 6'8", 230 pounds. <laughs> I mean, boat race this dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, hey, you know, that's that's just my thoughts on it. But uh, Have you guys seen uh, John Moran's dad? He looks like Usher. Oh, my God. Did you see him and Usher <laughs> sitting together? That was yeah. great. <laughs> you know, it was about 7 o'clock on the dot. <laughs> uh, but, uh, man, he's wild. He, him and uh, what's that other guy's name that was over with Minnesota? But they had a running bet, you know, whoever won the series was going to wear the other son's jersey. So I think looks, it was Carl Anthony uh, Towns' dad. Maybe. Yeah. So on that end, we know how that bet wound up. We'll, we'll just <laughs> see if he owns up to it. They they had a, there was a lot of fun with those guys on the side of the court though. That was that was a good good time. That's why I like this time of the year. It's, it's a whole lot of fun, a whole lot of stuff on the on the line. Those those are the basketball dads that you like to see on TV. Not the uh, what was the the Ball brothers. Their oh dad. my god! Just that's annoying. The guy that's that he could be Jordan one on one. Yeah, Levar, have a, I think was his name. T-Mobile commercial or a Hulu commercial? LeVar Ball. They yeah. got so many commercials. It's so bad. But uh, we're, we're up against the clock, unfortunately. So I uh, want to tip my hat to all these uh, new young prospects. I mean, life-changing stuff's happened here. Oh, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> oh, oh, you talking about draft picks. Gotcha. But uh, big thanks to, to Quentin and Yusuf being on the mics again today for us. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, Great American Florida Gun Show. Again, they got a show in Avon Park coming up May 14th and 15th. Uh, Check them out, greatamericanfloridapromotions.com, and uh, just let them know the outlaw sent you. Oh, with that, it's time. Yeah. So, I hear it. (laughs) On that end, guys, it's uh, make sure you guys stay classy. We'll, we'll, We'll get back to you next week. Yes, sir. Take care. Take care. Go Lightning.